0: Seth Jones is the author of the forthcoming book, Hunting in the Shadows, the Pursuit of Al-Qaeda, since 9-11. Seth Jones, why is the U.S. so intent on getting these terrorism suspects to stand trial on American soil?
1: Well, several of them have been connected to uh, terrorist activities in the United States. Abu Hamza al-Masri, for example, who's an Egyptian Sunni activist. Uh, The charges against him will center around his material support to al-Qaeda, including um, al-Qaeda activities that target the United States, as well as his involvement in establishing training camps in the U.S. state of Oregon.
0: So material support, I mean, that's not the same thing as organizing some plot or a bombing. Uh, What does that actually mean? I mean, how dangerous are any of these men?
1: Well, uh, Abu Hamza al-Masri, and again, it's not entirely clear what the United States has on him. As we found in previous uh, terrorism cases, when the U- uh, United States decides to formally prosecute someone in court, they will provide information based on signals, intelligence, intercept, uh, declassified intelligence. So there are some questions about how much involvement he has. If it can be demonstrated that he provided intelligence, money, money, pushing goods to al-Qaeda operatives overseas to conduct attacks, he will be in pretty serious trouble in the U.S. court system.
0: One case we've been following uh, is that of Babar Ahmed, who uh, allegedly ran a website geared to terrorists, and he's been held in a British prison for eight years. Most people in the U.S. have never heard of him. Uh, Why does the U.S. want him so badly?
1: Well, the U.S. has prosecuted a range of individuals over the past several years for involvement in running jihadi websites, especially ones that are encouraging individuals to target the United States and ones that are pushing finances to al-Qaeda. With the case of uh, Babar Ahmed, he is accused of running uh, azam.com, a pro-jihad website. And the issue then will hinge on what connections he has and has had to known uh, terrorists uh, plotting attacks against the United States and its interests.
0: You've been writing about what we learned from counterterrorism strategies since 9-11, Seth. What, what does this case represent to the United States in the fight against terrorism?
1: Well, in the fight against terrorism, this represents a, an increasing shift over the past several years to prosecuting individuals in civilian courts. I mean, the Obama administration has attempted to prosecute some individuals in military courts, but there is a much greater effort over the past several years to prosecute anyone involved in terrorist activity in civilian courts in the United States. This fits into, I think, uh, a a growing push from the Obama administration to get away from some of the previous efforts by the Bush administration on the um, military tribunals.
0: And describe for us the, the difference that'll make in, in this whole so-called fight on terrorism that will be tried in a civilian court.
1: A couple of things. One is, in almost all cases of efforts to prosecute somebody in a civilian court, there is a much more transparency. Eventually, that information becomes public. I mean, I've used almost all of uh, the previous civilian cases in my most recent book because it's publicly available. Second, it does add an air of legitimacy to um, prosecution because just the stigma of a military prosecution and a military tribunal provides some air of illegitimacy. At least it raises questions about whether it's a fair and open trial. And I think a civilian court with a civilian judge often tends to undermine overseas concerns.
0: Seth Jones, author of the forthcoming Hunting in the Shadows, The Pursuit of Al-Qaeda Since 9-11. Thanks a lot.
1: Thank you very much.